0: Welcome back to the Chan Man Show And now, introducing your host the one and only Chandler later.
1: Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Chan Man Show brought to you exclusively by 301 Productions. Now, I'm here with me today. Here with me today, I've got the one and only Zach Welch and my good buddy, my producer, even Ethan Whitaker. Go on, say hi, guys. Tough, everybody. How goes it? Present. Present. So, this is a pretty special episode. I'm pretty actually proud of my boy Zach over here. So he released his first official album on iTunes. Amazon. is go ahead and name drop every big spot it's on. I wanna know I want to um, know where it is.
2: Man, you know, it's on uh, Two hundred fifty four days iTunes and uh, Spotify. It's on Napster. I didn't know Napster was still around. I thought Me of business. Uh it's on every major streaming platform except for Amazon Music for some reason. I found out the other day. Oh. But like, who the hell has Amazon Music? <laughs>
1: I was just kind of thinking to myself. I started saying, and I was like, well, I don't think I've ever really used that. Yeah. But basically, anywhere you can stream good tunes, this guy has been there, and his music has been distributed there. Also, from the good work of his producer and my very own producer, my good buddy, Ethan Whitaker. Go ahead and say hi. Present. He's present today. So, how long exactly did this album, and it's called 254 Days, how long did it exactly take to get there? To Man. The, to the end product from start to finish.
2: Forever it <laughs> um uh, we w- we talked about making an album for i don't know how long we've been playing music together the first song that we ever posted was 4 years ago yeah okay so wow. about, Where was that about soundcloud four years. family yeah Damn. family it's on um it was on youtube is where YouTube. we we put it so it
3: was on youtube okay and um and i think soundcloud too
2: yeah soundcloud probably but we had this idea that we were going to wait until we had a band and uh, I was going to wait until I had like 12 songs and do it. And then uh, I kept writing songs. We kept putting them on YouTube. And and then um uh, other day, we were just like a couple days before the album, about a week or two before we put the album out, um, we were just kind of discussing what it would take to put an album out. We were like, well, shit, you can just hire these people right here and they'll put it everywhere. And it was like 60 bucks. Uh, all right cool bought and paid for put it out there and uh tried to promote the shit out of it and um you know we got we got some pretty good response from it the first uh well still to this day i'm getting any calls it's been out for what a week two weeks it's
1: been about a week or so now right yeah about
2: something like so? something like that but uh but yeah so it it took us four years and some change to do it and uh Really, the the doing the putting it out, releasing it as an album was very spontaneous. It was just kind of like, well, what
1: else are we doing, you know? So, as long as I've known you, I think, at least in my eyes, from my perspective, has this been the most professionally, most studio-like recordings you've ever done of your album or all of your songs?
2: By far, yeah. Because um, you know, every so
1: it definitely sounds professional level. Props yeah, and, to both of you.
2: And that, and really, when we first started doing this, and I'm sure. Uh, I mean, this is our second time on here. I'm sure we said it last time when we were all drunk, but... Uh,
1: Who remembers but, that, though, right? Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah. So <laughs> as long as nobody goes back and r- listens to the other one again... Um, yeah, the that's first time about. we recorded, he took a Wii mic from Rock Band, plugged it into the laptop, and then just held it right between my guitar and my face, and that's how we recorded it. And yeah. then he just dicked around on his laptop, <laughs> and that was that was our first big recording. And we thought... That we were muscle shells, dude. <laughs> it was tight.
1: I've heard that, and even to see you from where I've said this before. Even whenever we had we had Seth Jones on last time, to see you Love grow Seth from Jones. where you were. Yeah, shout out to him, man. His music is awesome. He's also a really good swole. guy. Shut and swole is yeah, shit, dude. Is jacked. Stream puzzle saw, man. Saw a little yeah. Stream puzzle man right now available basically anywhere where you can find 254 days as well. Yep. Any mainstreaming service. I saw a little video of him. Um, he's, like, sneaking a piece of cake or something on Instagram. Mm. A little Facebook fil- a little filter, him zooming in with all the lovey-dovey music. Oh, yeah. Someone finally caught him slipping. Cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was on his whiskey diet, but that doesn't look like whiskey.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Kit Kat cake. So, how has it been um,
1: working with other musicians and stuff? Did you draw any influence from other musicians in the making of this album? Dude, i Man, we'd have
2: to dedicate an entire other podcast to talk about all my musical inspirations
1: if you had but, to eyeball it how many people really helped during this album
2: as far as actually like put it together and like and helped me make up the songs and do it it was really um uh, it was ethan obviously because he right. produced it and whatnot and he was here throughout the entire deal on at my highest and my lowest throughout my adult life um Chris Cunningham co-wrote "Too Drunk to Try" with me. He uh, he sent me a text of the chorus when I was working out of town in San Antonio at like three o'clock in the morning. He was like, "Hey man, I'm drunk. You need to write this song." And I was like, "Hey man, I'm drunk too. I will write this song."
1: <laughs> what song was that? That was
2: "Too Drunk to Try." Too drunk to try. and, okay. and it was just the chorus, and uh, and so I put verses to it. Uh, I mean, really, all of all of my buddies helped in in their own specific ways whether they knew it or not. I never really went to anybody and was like, hey, man, I'm trying to get a bunch of songs together, you know. what? It was just hanging out with these cool-ass musicians and um, kind of just hijacking their own shit to make my style and kind of do do my deal. And so, I mean, if you listen to, uh, like, In Our Bed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of my favorites. That it, And I didn't realize it till after that is a very drive by truckers influence song almost to a fault <laughs> because I'd, I'd wrote the song. I'd finished, I'd finished it. I was playing it. Everything was great. And, uh, I was like, man, this is a good song. I did good. I was patting myself on the back and I get in the truck and I get to drive and my phone hooks up to the radio, you know, cause things are going good. And, um, goddamn lonely love by <laughs> drive by trucker starts playing. And I was like, <laughs> shit this is that song well god damn it so i went and uh, i went back and i changed a little bit of shit to make it not an exact rip off. but yeah that, that was heartbreaking <laughs> so, man, i was like man i just pirated a song from one of my favorite bands of all time but really other than that is ethan did the most ethan put more work in into this album than i did and it's not even close because really all i did was just like Get sad and write sad songs, <laughs> that's and then sing them. <laughs> was it. It's fucking easy money. I could do that all day, every day.
1: That's been kind of the joke amongst our friends. For everyone that's not in our tight knit little group, we always kind of poke fun at him, uh, Zach in particular, for making uh, all these kind of sad songs. But he does a good job singing them and writing can't them. Write a He's happy song real. To save his life. That's no. what we. That's what we always <laughs> say. <laughs> but actually, my next question is actually directed at you, Ethan. How so? It, how long exactly did the album take To start from finish You said four years or so But I know production side Is a lot different than just sitting down With an acoustic guitar and writing How was that? For everyone out there that's not musically inclined Or has never touched a keyboard and mouse And produced music What was what was that like? And how did you get the, fi- the final end product Which I love The intro, the outro, to, from <laughs> start to ending Was amazing How did you do that?
3: Okay, well I'm gonna go back a little bit when Zach was talking about inspirations and you were asked you asked about inspirations you asked about uh, like who was there helping you like exactly, especially yeah. like musically too. The first time that we recorded family was in 2018. Wow, a couple years ago. Yeah, which is uh, there's a 2018 version which might have been recorded in 2017, but the way it says on my laptop is 2018 never put that out and it's now out on youtube on the uh outtakes album yeah the outtakes album's out now yeah i put that on the other day which Which channel is that
1: on 301 or his own 301 301 301. be sure to go check out 301 on youtube
3: the professional stuff on zach's page but anyways that same uh time that we did that we did uh what was it we did grains of sand with uh Oh, yeah,
2: Curtis. Yeah. Curtis, and also... Curtis
3: McCollum, good dude. A real Rob bad guy. take of uh, Here's a Quarter, which we ended up scrapping and is nowhere to be found now. And uh, what's his... Um, Soul uh, My
2: Soul. Zach Buttram, yeah. Yeah. Soul My Soul, that's a great song. I'm I'm still thinking about uh, stealing that and putting it on the next album, because it's a good-ass song. And it, I feel like it's professional to have, uh, have somebody else's song on there. I Absolutely. feel like I have a yeah. better chance of getting on the radio if I'm like, no, nah, this ain't
1: mine. So it was a lot of setbacks? Was it pretty smooth going? Kind of describe the process, start to start to finish.
3: I mean, honestly, so we did that and we recorded a bunch of other stuff, you know, a lot of outtakes that are in between in between there. When we first started recording, it would be like, "All right, we're going to start drinking and uh, we'll See what try to Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll Ethan
2: would show up at my house Friday and I'd leave a key under the mat <laughs> and I'd get there and he would be shit-faced. Already, and I was like, "What's up, man?" And you know, he was living in College Station, so he's only there for the weekend. And we'd usually spend the first twenty-four hours just drinking and and hanging out and catching up, you know, on on what's going on in life, you know, all that shit. And then the next day, during the day, it'd be professional, you know. We'd right. have like we'd have a drink just to kind of calm the nerves, you know. And then we'd play and try to record takes of all the songs we wanted to record whether they were mine or covers or whatever and then uh once we'd get a good take of any of them that's probably why it took four years because it only took one good take and we were like got it. <laughs> Go with it yeah and then we'd start drinking again and then we'd start you know getting crazy and playing all kinds of ridiculous stuff yeah but you could
1: definitely tell listening to the album that you guys had a lot of fun I think that's what's really key about making the kind of music that, especially you, you make, is very from the heart. Mm. Like you said, you can't write a happy song to write for for your life to save your life.
2: Right, but I'm the happiest I've ever been when I'm playing them. Yeah, you you your, it's your energy. Weird, if, it's a weird deal. If no
1: one has ever seen Zach Welch perform live, he hits up gigs all around, all the way from Cedar Creek and even out further. I haven't even ever been to any out further than that, but he plays Forney Ice House, White. Nacogdoches, I haven't even been out there. I
2: booked a gig in Nacogdoches, and then they canceled it while I was driving to Nacogdoches.
1: That's fucked up.
2: Yeah, and I was really mad, and then the next day I got on Facebook, and they had closed that bar, and I was like, oh, Oh. I get it, all right. That's hilarious. (laughs) They went out of business while I was driving out there. (laughs) They said, hey, man, don't even bother. I was like, well, fuck (laughs) y'all. Next day, I saw on there they're closing their doors forever, so...
1: Is there any particular song that you had a very hard time writing? Was it, like, too emotionally close to what has been happening in your life recently? Man, fuck. Or I guess we should kind of back up. I know, I know you personally, so I know kind of what this album's about, but could you right. explain to the listeners where you kind of drew the inspiration for most of almost all of these songs Well, and really, what really 254 Days means on the album title?
2: Okay, so I'll, I'll just – I'll go through it from – Title to intro all the way through the outro, and I'll give you the rundown of it. All right. So, the 254 days, I got married last October. <laughs> okay. Hey, y'all was making jokes on about it when Seth was on. I went back and listened. <laughs> y'all was cracking jokes. I'm acting like I don't know <laughs> He's like, anything. Oh, is that
3: how long the album took? And I was like, nah, man, that's how long his marriage lasted. Jeez.
2: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. October 19th, 2019, I got married, and then uh, June 29th of 2020, uh, the divorce got filed. And so that was kind of, you know, it was very, like I said, spur of the moment making this album. So we are like, come up with a name, and it was going to be Damn Good Time, but all these songs are sad. It's not very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Damn Good Time's not even that happy of a song. It's just, you know, so... So I was like, you know, we were thinking about what we're gonna do and the big ones that we thought were gonna be popular, um, were in our bed and religion. For sure. And um those are pretty 'cause those those are the songs, newest, are you know. Yeah. It's like you write a new song and you're like, This is the shit and you quit caring about the one you wrote before that. Mm-hmm. You know. And um and so Ethan had this idea, he's like, We need to do something about your marriage going to shit because he loves to exploit my <laughs> my bad things in life. <laughs> To get popularity and fame and fortune And so I was like Yeah, that's a good idea So (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's a good idea, yeah And
1: so (laughs) Roll with it
2: And so I was like Alright, we'll call it the end of the beginning Okay Which we ended up calling that the outro But, um And then I had this idea I was like Well, how many days was I, like, legally married? And so I went and looked it up And it was 254 days from October 19th to June 29th So we called it that And then, um we had the me and Ethan had this really weird, uh, I guess obsession is the right word with like cool song titles, yeah. you know, in parentheses and like parts right. one through four. You know, our good friends the Crystal Meth Cowboys drew some inspiration from us with Trogs hype and you know the Crankenstein series and all that, right. you know. And so um, where you put intro two hundred and fifty four days, and then um, and so that was just. I wanted so bad to sit down and write a script for the intro and I couldn't do it. Cause I was like, this doesn't mean anything. This is, this is stupid. I'm trying to like put on some kind of deal. And so I said, you know what? Just hit record and I'll start talking and we did it. And then I messed up, you know, anybody yep. listens to the,
1: the recording, it's just, I go, well, God damn it. <laughs> well, I forgot. I was going to say it. that's funny because I was, that was my next question. I was like, what did you, what were you going to say? Or did Ooh. you just run out of stuff to say?
2: Man, you know, I uh um, Let remember. the world
1: know. They were all waiting to know.
2: I don't remember exactly what where I was going with that. I, would, Ethan told me to start drinking and then <laughs> get up there and be honest. And so I did. And so, you know, you get to drinking a little bit. You start talking. You kind of trail off. And you're like, shit, where was I going with that? And I've I have no idea where I was going with it, honestly. Like I had a plan at the time, but I lost it.
3: So far, this album. (laughs) And and, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) (laughs) well,
2: yeah, you know, it sounded good to me at the time, and then I was like, damn it, and I was so mad that I screwed it up because I really wanted to one take it because I've never just one taked anything, and then we listened back to it, and I was like. Nah man, fuck that. Keep that. That that's pure. That's yeah. that's honest. You know. I'll, I like that too. It's like I I fuck up more than I get right most of the time. So we might as well have the have the setting like set the tone first thing in the album, and then um, there's Travis. He's not wearing a shirt. Shirt is <laughs> off. Hello. Hey, Cowpoke. Hey. Pu- well, yeah. Brother Pope Pope. Brother, Pope Brother Pope Brother Pope is in the house tonight. He always uh, in the house. He was uh well it's this his is house. Technically his house, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> house yeah, he's not be studio guys, but hey welcome everybody. We wanna just
4: thank old Ethan over there because he's he's a cool dude and uh you know he's <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's that's really who I need to be thanking for the album. Uh, fuck <laughs> Ethan, Robert Pope is the, <laughs> is the reason that everything went good in life. But um, yeah, so we did the intro, cracked ourselves up, you know, everything about that was genuine. And then um, can't sing like George Jones. That's the first out. That's the first song on it, right? Yeah, and, and that really, that yep.
3: song's been out on YouTube for however long. Every song. Except for uh, religion, religion, Religion's religion. Religion. We recorded one. the same day as the intro and the outro. Yeah, and which was really good because religion is not very happy. If you listen to it, it's super right. deep. It's like, damn, bro, it's not that deep. No, it's that deep. It is. It's super deep. Great song. <laughs> Zach gets to pat himself on the back every single time <laughs> he freaking hears that because it, it's great writing. It I makes was, my mom cry every time she listens. to I was to blown
1: it. away when I had you on here the first time. That's really when I got to meet all of y'all and kind of you know first get that was my the first impression time of y'all.
2: You, yeah, I man. mark I mark it down as one of as one of my happiest days in my adult life because the Chan Man, that's the dude. Yeah, <laughs> that is
1: the dude, man. Well, this show wouldn't be anything without my real official first musical guest being you, and I'm glad that it was I'm, because I am that too. was probably the was the coolest performance I can't wait I ever had. in
2: a couple of years. When I go and I listen to Rogan on my way to work or whatever. I have Rogan on as a guest. And he's just like, yeah, man, you know, like, this guy out of Forney, Texas. <laughs> man, just, I wish. Just making Changing waves. Changing the podcast <laughs> yeah, game. Forever. Forever. Nothing like it before or after. This dude is I the don't, best.
3: I don't think he's had anybody on there and played live music. I don't know if anybody does that. Pro- I imagine somebody does.
1: So you know where I even draw the inspiration because I know you so when I officially had them on for the first time, I had Ethan reach out to me, but I thought it was such a good idea to have this connection because I knew he was kind of you know musically talented already and had his connections, and he had his, his friend Zach, and he's like, "Hey, man, this guy is really talented. You should have him on your show." And I was 100 percent down. listened to all this stuff that night, and I was like, "Yeah, it's going to happen. We're having him on. I was blown away that night, and I draw a lot of inspiration. My parents used to listen to Howard Stern back in the day yeah. quite often. And Howard's, Howard have people
2: Howard's on. Wild. I used to watch yes, that. Baba, Boy. A, Baba, what, Boy, Baba what, Boy, What was that? Uh, <laughs> well, they'd come on like VH1 where they'd have like the recordings of it, like the film yes, and the whatnot. Yes, video. And I'd watch that when I was like 12 years old because they'd have the so chick so show up and like so get bad. naked and it'd be all blurred. Dude, and I was like, this is
3: awesome. Dude, Howard's like, seen that's seen such a sad story. You want to show us your pussy? seen the movie. The movie's tight, man. Yes, he dude. like broke all the rules. Yeah, that punk.
2: That dude is punk. That's I draw e- a lot of inspiration from that guy. That's why right? I was so excited to come on this podcast the first time because Ethan was like, "Yo, um, I got a buddy who does podcasts," and I was like, "Why have I never heard of him?" And he's like, "Cause I don't really know him that well." And I was like, <laughs> <"You're> really- <laughs> "I was
3: like, I've hung out with a couple of times. Last time I saw him I was." Fucked up at Lizard Lounge.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "All right, well, what's the you know like where can I find his podcast?" And he told me, but he was like, "Yeah, just go to his Twitter." And I'll be honest with you, I did not go back and find the podcast, but I went to your Twitter, and it was like Metal Podcast. And I called him immediately, and I was like, "Yes, a hundred percent. I totally want to go on the Metal Podcast." And I I honestly kind of thought we were just gonna like sit around and talk about metal. And I was like, this we is did cool. For a little bit. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> honestly, the biggest thing about this podcast is supporting local musicians and also talking about our common music taste. Yeah. I feel like I, I need to go back and change the description of my podcast because the biggest focus I used to say it was about video games, movies. I, I kind of initially wanted to do like video game reviews, movie reviews, album reviews because I was so into music and all that kind of media at we the time. We can
3: talk about Halo. We, we done yeah. talked about Star Wars <laughs> for a
1: whole podcast. Oh
3: my gosh, that's that <laughs> Star Wars I bit is ridiculous. Remember that fucking band That band-aid over put on his freaking head. Yeah, not only that, but then when Quinn came on, Talk that, about
1: TikTok and Vine.
3: Yeah. Because you
1: all known each other for a long time. Ethan and Quinn used to, if you haven't watched that episode or listened to that episode, you really ought to go back and listen to it. But they've known each Whoa. other for quite some time. I haven't had the pleasure of knowing Ethan. I've known of him for quite some time. He used to play football back in the day so i knew him Shit. and i saw him in the hallways at school back at you know fisd back in the day forney uh we don't talk about it because it ain't that cool anymore because they like to you know mess around with the soccer ball team and all that controversies i'm pretty sure you've heard Did of it you say but. soccer ball team soccer <laughs> ball <laughs> cigarettes <Beach>
3: ball. <laughs> on the beach volleyball peanuts <laughs> oh uh peanuts one one thing that I want to say about, you know, he was talking about kind of like the process and like, you know, the songs. Yes, let's and get back to the that. Order yeah. and shit like that. Let's give this structure. Yeah, know. isn't Ethan the one <laughs> supposed to be here to give this structure? Trying, <laughs> I'm trying, dude. He's I'm the doing Jamie. My best.
1: He's the Jamie. He's trying to be.
3: But, uh, really, every single song, like we said, except for Religion, had already been previously released on YouTube. Now, whenever we released those songs other than Religion, it was like, hey, let's do like three or four covers and then we'll put one of your originals out. And that that's what we would we would do. He'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna warm up," and uh, I would record him warming up. He'd be singing like "Turtles All the Way Down," which is a good take. Mm-hmm. And then you know you can go see the bad takes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, this one is an I'm so a sucker. That will be out in a little bit. Little that's-
2: little backstory to that one. Um, I have a whole lot of favorite bands that I keep on a rotation but um Lucero has been on that list for years now and they have this song called My Best Girl that I always do live and it's just about it's about your guitar being the one that's there for you all the time you know which I've come to relate to a lot in the past you know couple years or so and so Ethan came over to my house and I was on that whiskey <laughs> hard <laughs> and uh he's like all right let's record this song and i get up
0: there
3: and but you know the good ones that we'd have we'd put on youtube and then we record like can't sing like george jones but uh
1: i love that that's the first one by the way mm-hmm. on your album because even our Gotta good friend Danny, nice. she is not even into country music. You're, you're kind of turning people to at least I think people are attracted to you as a person because of your personality. <laughs> because honestly, thought your was voice. Thought it dashing good looks. <laughs> <you> thought, thought. <laughs> honestly, because my friend, my good friend Danny, and she's eventually going to be on this show to talk about all of her cosmetology and. All the stuff she does and Can she, does she do, a, and she, stuff. Can she she do
2: my a, reading On the show? Cards. We're gonna have that on Cause I, w- I was talking to her The other day About that spooky blackjack I was like Yeah <laughs> next time we have Us to get together I wanna, I wanna play
3: <sighs> damn She's my blackjack. She's my witch friend yeah. Shout
1: out Danny um, Love her to death So She is not even Into country music in the slightest. And before I even had you on, i you know, I listened to the classics like Marty Robbins oh, man. and, you know, Johnny Cash. Yeah. And all like the older guys. Because uh, I, I work at a place where that's played consistently all day. Yeah. All day long. Maybe one or two pop songs, but that's mainly what they play. So I wasn't really into the new kind of stuff, but your stuff is just different. And it's, it's very is very it, heartfelt. <laughs> and, and it's attracted even her and where I'm going at is that she's very into like the pop kind of stuff, hip hop, rap. She loves your album. She says she's listened to it a couple times over. And she has been humming can't sing like George Jones. God even when we body. were like in an Xbox Live party the other day while she's playing Minecraft and I was playing COD with the boys. Yeah, I'm, I know. She's we talking about that. I'm not
3: I'm not supposed to say this, but it's it's real. Okay? It's real and ain't none of that florid Georgia Line bullshit Okay Right <laughs> <laughs> It ain't
1: Also While I'm thinking about it You're kind of talking about covers And we'll get back to Kind of like how the album was made And like the troubles and all that
2: We got nothing but time so for I'll, do, I'll do this for like 30 hours I ain't got shit Let's to do Let's do it I ain't shit. got shit to do I'm staying
1: here tonight So I have a special request Next time I, th- I think With your voice And your guitar You can pull this off Creep By Radiohead Oh man Oh
2: man That'd be a really
1: good live one, I promise you, buddy.
2: I'll I'll learn it just for tune you. Tune it down, bro. Well, yeah, I gotta tune it down. Uh, make I it slow. I would do it right now if my guitar wasn't already perfectly tuned. I made sure to get it get it going just well, that's, right. That's
1: fine, but just I feel like you're the way you sing, very heartfelt. You can feel like there's hurt behind what you said. So you know what you've been through, and having sad like, boy season is someone that's all, all year long. People that don't even know you, they can hear the things you're singing about and know what you've been through, and it's almost like they already know you. I feel like that's, you're very approachable at shows. It's even a meme and kind of a joke amongst all of our friends that you spend way too damn long talking to every single person at every single table. You know, table. I keep hearing that. But it's honestly a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Ethan's it is like, a good thing,
2: but not
3: whenever
1: I'm trying to tear down. Yeah,
2: because, like, I'm having fun, and Ethan's like, hey, it's time to go. And I just, like, how long have we had that cajon, Dude, listen, I g- I'll, give you,
3: I'll g- I give you, like, an hour. To get your jitteries or whatever the fuck you want to call it out, <laughs> you're fucking talking. He'd walk into the bathroom and he'll have a 50 minute conversation with the fucking urinal. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Talk but the drywall off the paint. It's a good thing. It's a good thing because you know you. Some t- people like when Zach does get big, speaking into existence. That's when it. it's not if you, it's when. If you can connect with your fans. Fans will love you for that. Yeah, yeah you think important. it's bad when we're playing
2: at a bar in front of like 30 people or no, whatever? No, I don't. Wait till don't it's give a shit. the pavilion. Wait, wait till we're at like Madison Square Garden or some shit. I'ma leave you there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you can talk <laughs> yeah. to
3: everybody, shake hands, get that Rona, I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah,
2: whenever we, whenever we get it popping. Full time. Wait till you sign an autograph. Me and, an autograph, me and Ethan man. are gonna have autographs. <laughs> the autograph. Hey, are we going <laughs> <We don't laughs> to Smoke, <dog. laughs> Oh god, that'll oh be
3: on YouTube in a year. Yeah,
2: make make sure oh you check god. out the 301 Productions all the time on the YouTube's because they got they got some crazy stuff going on. It's great.
1: So I want to bring it back a little bit to the hardships and the struggles of writing the album. Obviously. Obviously, taking that amount that amount of time to write something is... Some people, like, mainstream artists get stuff out back to back to back. Obviously, you're not there. No well, one expects that of you. Know, but there's, there's what a was lot some of the people struggles people of writing that?
2: Well, like, um, some of my really good friends, you know, uh, Seth Jones, who you had on. Uh, oh Colton gosh. Mathis, who you need to have on. Chris Cunningham's yes. another great songwriter. I need to meet him. That uh, he's awesome, and, like, he... He he's got some stories to tell too. Like it, like I. These guys can just sit and write songs. They're storytellers. They're songwriters. You know, and right. uh, and they're not. Like I'm not saying that they just sit and make shit up. Like they're they're real life. Like they know what's up, but they can take one experience, and they can write twenty songs about it because they can look at all the different what ifs and right. figure out what would have happened and write a song had that happened. I'm not that smart. Something's got to punch <laughs> me in the face for me to be like, oh, okay. So, like, Can't Sing Like George Jones. That's probably the happiest
3: song on the album. Because what do you call t- that yeah. one? What so, do you call that one, Ethan? That song is Dave to Sublime. Because <laughs> back when Sublime used to tour not with fucking Rome, but with the Bradley Noel they hated playing that song. Yep. You're
2: not the only one.
3: But you're the best, Bradley.
2: Boom, boom. Boom, <laughs> boom. Bo.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, that song, like, you know, it's, no, it's a damn good song. But, like, when you play good it a million times, you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah. I have other songs. It's
2: like, I, I love that song, but it's kind of, you know, and I've I really tried to stray away from being the kind of, like, I don't the artsy like well this you know this song right here is okay but like this is where I really shine you know and kind of do all that but I've I've slowly become more into it you know it's like I I sing country music like a folk singer but Bobby my mentality Dillon. is is punk rock at Bobby
1: Dylan <laughs> it's so so awesome to hear that because it's like almost polar opposites. And honestly, the other night, we had a kind of interesting experience with Seth Jones. He kind of introduced us to some of the stuff where he kind of blended the two genres. Yeah. I think yeah, that's really interesting. Fuck
3: You and uh, Seth Amphetamines by yes. Seth Jones and The Upward. Yeah. Oh, my God. That weird, is weird, me.
2: I listened to that album. I listened to the Fuck You album constantly. Like, it. it's so good. And... And you know he's trying to promote Puzzle Man, and that's a that's a kick ass country album. That's a it fantastic is. country album. It's
1: great, professionally produced and everything. That's yeah, awesome.
2: but like as far as my kind of huh? my taste and what I do, fuck you is kind of what I was trying to do. <laughs> like <laughs> that's kind of I didn't know what it was when I was trying to do it. But then when I heard it, I was like, man, this is it right here. He's got that song, and they're all all—they're so good. You listen to the lyrics on them, and I'll do the Pepsi Challenge with any songwriter on earth with that shit, because it, it's so good. But you hear him sing on Puzzle Man, you know, like Burn Your Back's my favorite song off that. It's yep. well-documented. You can check my Twitter. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> or you can listen. To, my stats. Or you can listen to last week's podcast. And like I said, it 38 times.
3: Yeah, it's written on this table permanently. It is. Yeah, it's a no uh, fifth ass boy, fifth
2: capo. You're like, capo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I would watch it, and then I got <laughs> hammered. We need to start videoing all these so I can just watch oh and yeah. play it.
1: I've had ideas about expanding this into like Twitch to kind of ex- extend it all branch there. Yeah, I've, I've thought about going to Twitch, which is a live streaming service for, mainly for video games, but podcasters go there too uh mixer has oh, gone under Twitch for
3: video games we let's oh, get yeah. into that later because i could talk about that for chan man minutes. show has
1: some the chan man show youtube page has some big plans in the future The Champion chan, but P- chan but man i definitely man show is going places yeah because like, like you were mentioning earlier like how howard had his own like little video like vidocs i think is what they're called yeah. like little video documentary things uh-huh. of the people they have in the studio at the time and just kind of video to what you're hearing i think right. People, you know, love to hear something, but also having a visual really helps. Right. It really grabs their attention even that much further. Well, like you know, especially Ethan, when you get to see the people you're talking about.
2: Ethan's kind of, uh, I guess, the sole proprietor of 301 Productions. Absolutely. But huh. being as, what I've been out here <laughs> is that, and I've known Ethan since he was knee high to a grasshopper.
3: I like, I've I've been around this cat. First time I met Zach, I tried to fight him, but I was drunk and I was in eighth grade and I slapped him in the face three times. Three times. What happened after that? He kicked me in the shin and I went to sleep on the ground. Yeah. (laughs)
2: He just laid down and cried for like a couple minutes, like, Why'd you do that? And I was like, Because I told you. So, like, we have this history together. We have this deal. So, while he is the dude for 301 Productions, you're the dude. It's like, like I just constantly just give him a little poke, and say, "Come on, Ethan, come on, let's go." So like, as far as I'm concerned, Chain Man Show is gonna make it. We're gonna, we're gonna. This is gonna be the biggest, maybe second biggest, because I do love Joe Rogan, and He's like, great. I've loved that dude since Fear Factor.
3: You ever tried DMT, man? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, you well, should just start asking up. people if they've tried mescaline. <laughs> <laughs> shit,
3: bro. You don't know nothing about that I don't mescaline. know
2: shit about mescaline, bro. Hell. <laughs> yeah, you don't know shit about all that. Bro. Yeah, I do. Robert, come over here and say hi to the people real quick. Hey, what's Listen. going on,
4: guys? How y'all doing, man? Pope Dude 777 here. We're in my studio up here in the house, and my boys are they're, they're the greatest in the whole wide world. And my brother Zach right here, that's my boy. He's like my second son. He's got his own parents, but I'm his second dad. And that's just the way it is. But you know what? 301 Warner Productions, that's the best damn production that's ever been around. And these guys are great. And man, my buddy Ethan, man, he's the he's the boss man on this thing and I'm tell you right now, he's the greatest man. He's my brother. He's also like a son to me. And I'm tell you right now, Seth I mean well, not Seth, but uh, my buddy that's <laughs> hey, doing Seth's this cool this product Seth is cool too. <laughs> but my boy that's doing the podcast He's the greatest too. So you guys just keep on listening and, uh, man, hey, party on, rock on.
1: Thank you for that. 301 or more. Thank you for allowing us I fucking to love that guy. I do too. <laughs> we are got, at this got, man's mercy to use his studio every single day.
3: Um, He was talking about Lucero and how he's listening to a shit ton or so and he had that bottle of whiskey and yeah. whatnot. Anyways, the fucking, uh, what really inspired that on, um, of course, Sad Boy season and struggles and whatnot. But right. really, every time I come and see Zach, it's be like, you know, I'd be like, I'd show him a Sublime song, <laughs> and then he'd show me a Lucero song, and then I'd show him a Primus song, and then he would show me, like, a Drive-By Truckers song. So I really think Lucero and Drive-By Truckers were really, that's, if if we were going for a feel, or if we had to say that what we were, that's definitely what it is, Zach, yeah. that's that's good music right there, and that's definitely something that Zach is heavily influenced on. It's yeah, really that's, interesting. That's what I rock. That. My goal is to just copy the old 97s entirely. Yeah, and old 97s. <laughs> I can't leave that out.
2: Yeah, that's, that's probably... I bet if I put my three biggest influences on music, period, not just the album. like We, we got all the time in the world to talk album, but just as me as a musician, my three biggest influences are the old 97s, Billy Joe Shaver, and... Probably Waylon Jennings.
1: All right.
2: Maybe Chris Christopherson. Oh, dude, you gotta throw Chris oh, around
3: yeah. nonstop. Can't oh, yeah, but shit, that. Oh, well, yeah, her. and you that's, like that's kind
2: of why he's on there. But like Waylon, like I had the old '97 for stage presence, and like how rock and roll they are, so it's while like, still it's being a country. Clover of, of exactly. You love. Right. And then I got a uh, Billy Joe Shaver as a songwriter, naturally, and then Waylon is just cooler than shit. That is the coolest man who has ever lived. What ever you just had was
3: Atlanta Dog. <laughs> yeah. That dude, yeah, Atlanta Dog. Yeah, that's another thing that we would get really busy with is whenever we would be recording, we usually have like something playing in the background like on the TV, which is either Leather Kenny fucking Lonesome Dove, <laughs> which Zach has seen. I don't even know how many times. A couple hundred. Uh, And Tales of the Tour Bus, right? Yeah, Tales of the Tour Bus, that Mike
2: Judge show.
3: But, you know, they got plenty of funding and money. We don't. Give us money. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah, pirate those shows and buy our album.
3: Put those on YouTube, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get back with the 2008 YouTube. Honestly. uh, You know, going back to the album, it's like everything was on. And I said this last time when we had Seth Jones on. It sucks that you have to put something on a streaming service other than, like, YouTube, like Spotify and iTunes for people to, quote-unquote, take you seriously. Right. Because we've been putting out kick-ass records... Since 2017, 2018.
1: Yeah, your YouTube goes really far back. 301 goes way back.
3: Yeah, there's some freaking school projects in there. I yeah. saw that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was like it's never getting removed, I, ever. No, I'm keeping that on there. It's Didn't just hilarious. Didn't you make hilarious.
1: something with Quinn on 301 before?
3: Yeah, and that got taken down because I had uh, that song by War uh, low Rider." Wasn't it like mm. Macbeth and or something? I, I need to find that script that I wrote a whole movie. This is another project, but I wrote a whole movie, and that was the t- trailer for it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was on some other shit. That's awesome. So y'all
1: been making stuff for quite some time, but yeah, yeah, it's so it's like the way people look at it is you have to have something on a big, like a big name to really be you know out there, like to really be known.
2: Yeah, and it and it's and it's crazy, and you know I get it because anybody can put stuff on YouTube, uh, but True. a little a little secret about the biz, uh, anybody can put shit on iTunes
3: too. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just gotta have like $50, 60 dollars, bud. Yeah, like.
2: <laughs> If you're if you're a musician, if you're a struggling musician, call into the Chan Man Show. I'm not sure if you can do that, but uh, just tweet one of us. Yeah, and yeah, um, one at the we'll Chan Man Show, up, yeah, man. get yeah, we'll we'll put your shit on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't care, man. Like, we'll put your name on it if it sucks. But
1: hit me up on at Chan Man Show for the Twitter's like the podcast Twitter. Or you can just hit up 301 Productions. You you just recently changed your Twitter handle. Yeah,
3: we had some shit go down. Somebody so maybe hit took uh, my fucking Twitter, me and all my, like, 30 followers. Like, what the fuck? Um, oh, damn shame. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's <laughs> at 301... Texas, and I think, right? 301 uh, underscore Productions Texas. Right. Because Texas forever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Look at you. Uh, you might hand me that bottle over there. The water bottle. <laughs> but, uh... No, that's, you know, that's the real, the gist of the fucking album. Zach wrote all that. Um, I, you know. There's there's been a question
1: I want to ask Zach personally. So what was the most personal or most heartfelt, hard-to-write song? Is there any song that's, like, hard to perform or?
2: Man, you know, nowadays, not so much. Nowadays, it's kind (laughs) of, it's all in the past. Uh, At the time of? In the, our bed. In our bed was was horrible. I got mm-hmm. it. Ding 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 ding. It was it was rough, mm-hmm. man. Like I when when the Ronas hit I was uh I was still, you know, living with my ex. Man. And I'm I'm not about to badmouth anybody on this shit unless it's like, you know, just Florida, Georgia line. Yeah, Florida, Georgia line. I will <laughs> badmouth Florida, Georgia line.
3: Fuck
2: them. But I won't badmouth Nelly. No. I refuse to. Uh,
3: Noah's the goat, so is Plies.
2: Yeah, it's your boy Plies, man. I love that guy. But, uh, but I was still living with my ex, you know, and uh, as much as I wish her the best now, when I wrote that song and everything was, like, going south in our relationship, I hated that woman so much. That's so then I wrote that song, and then... Uh, you know, I was I was all sad, and we were getting divorced, but neither one of us could afford to live anywhere else, so we were just roommates. Oh no! And uh, and so I do, and it was very it was very ugly on both sides, and so the rona's happened, all my gigs got canceled, which was fine because like I I have a day job as mentioned in damn good time. Ain't much changed, you know.
3: Also, another thing, you ask, like, you know, all these artists, they go out here and they write so many songs and they're putting out albums real quick. Motherfucker, we have jobs. We go to school. I go to school. Zach has a full-time job. So it's hard. It's like being a fucking actor. It's like, oh, dude, these people are so ripped. You know, that's the fucking perfect male body because they get paid to look like Fucking Captain America
2: If Ethan has an opinion He has a very strong opinion If you were wondering oh, yeah. For the folks at home <laughs> That's
3: what I'm saying Like it, <laughs> Yes it took us a while To fucking put out an album And you know If you don't fucking like it Then fuck you <laughs>
2: Then we got two words for you:
0: Suck it mm-hmm.
3: I Way watched
2: I watched a shitload Of uh, old school WWF wrestling ECW yes. ECW yes. ECW <laughs> I watched ECW One Night Stand 2005 Last night I know It was, I was we awesome It too It in was the so good but, um, but, yeah, so, in our bed sucked, and then the Ronas came around, and I was like, "Well, that's fine, I don't need the gig money, I'm working, you know, and uh, so, I'd go to work it did suck not to have anywhere to go after work, you know, it was kind of like just gonna sit here in my own self pity, but then i had I had a buddy, I don't remember who it was, the first one I saw did a Facebook live deal for like their music and they were playing and uh and they put their Venmo up. I think it's Colt Mathis was the first one I saw do it. That boy. And um shout out Dot. Even one of them too. And uh <laughs> <laughs> And uh so so I saw him do it and uh I asked him I was like, "Man, do you make any money off of that?" And he's like, "Man, some people will some people will tip you okay." And uh I was like, "Nothing." All right, cool. So one day i was just at the house and i was like i'm gonna get on facebook live tonight at eight ish or whatever thank you sir
1: thank you very much
2: and uh so i get on there and i started doing it and i made 250 dollars <laughs> the first oh, night i shit. did it and i was like oh man we're rolling in it now like we're good to go and then i went to work and they said hey guys we're about to be out of work oh shit. for a while dum, dum, dum. and i was like man why like, Rona's, man, everything shut down. Jesus. It's like, damn, okay, well, I guess I'll just do more Facebook Lives. And I kept doing it, and I was making pretty good money doing that. But then uh, then my ex lost her job, too, because they shut down her work. So now she was also at the house while I was doing Facebook Live, and i just finished writing uh, in our bed. She I was doing a hear. Facebook Live deal. All of our fucking wedding photos were still littered throughout oh, the house, no. you know. I'm sitting at the kitchen table.
3: Some movie shit.
2: Playing this song that I wrote about the demise of our marriage and our, our relation. Our marriage wasn't long enough for anybody to give a shit about, but we were together for long enough for it to suck. And oh. uh, so I'm sitting there looking at all these wedding photos, and we had been... Super toxic, arguing all day, just constantly, you know, and not even about anything. It's just like, fuck you. Why? Because fuck you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so she thought that it would be fun to come and sit across the table from me. Oh, gosh. And just stare into my soul while I was singing these songs.
1: And they're definitely about her. That is that one. And so I'm singing
2: in our bed.
3: She gets no profit.
2: And I just turned, and I made dead eye contact with her when I was singing it. And I sang the whole song. Oh, shit. And then I just see tears start rolling out of her eyes. Aw. And I was like, got that motherfucker. I was so excited. And then she got up and left. And then when she got up and left, I was like, I'm going to do a cover. And I did I Hope He Breaks Your Heart by uh, American Aquarium. Aquarium. And that's where I fucked up, personally, because she was gone. She had left. And, um, so I start looking and I'm kind of playing, you know, and I like, I end up making eye contact with her again, but in one of the wedding photos and it's like, we're, you know, fucking suit and dress and all this shit. And it's just us and the beautiful background. We got married at a kick-ass venue. Yeah. where and are those pictures, man? They're gone.
3: I look punchy as shit.
2: <laughs> you did. <laughs> they're so gone though. <laughs> I was like, can I get a haircut? You're like, no, 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 sir. <laughs> And so I'm playing this song, and I'm like, well, last night wasn't so good. And I'm like, oh, God, (laughs) here it comes. (laughs) Waterfall. And I'm just like, I mean, tears rolling down. Luckily, the camera on my phone's dog shit, but, like, I mean, I just had tears going down my face as I was doing it.
3: Damn.
2: And then after that, it was, like, months playing in our bed, and every time I'd play it, I'd get kind of choked up, you know? Because, like, you don't expect that kind of shit to go down. And then you write a song about it, and you pretend that's your therapy for it, but it's not. It sucked, and it happened, and that's life. But, but for a long time, I was I'd play it, and I hated playing it. And then uh, I finally kind of got over it. Whatever you know, <laughs> like I kind of just had to have a talk with myself, like, hey man, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes it fucking rains, and and I kind of got over it. Now I love playing it. I think it's a, I think it's one of Personally, I think it's one of the best songs I've written. Absolutely. And I right. think it's one of the best songs I do live. hmm sure. And Ethan knows, and I'm sure you do by now. We've been hanging around enough. I'm my own fucking worst critic. And so when I would do it and I would be all sad, I was like, man, this isn't even a good enough song to be getting sad about. Well, now that I'm not all depressed about it and I sing it, I'm like, you motherfucker, you, you wrote a banger, dude. Like, this <laughs> like, kind of kick-ass.
3: Yeah, and going back to when we were recording and shit and recording that stuff and it's not like Zach doesn't have this like push and want to be great it's that he was fucking anchored down by this greedy piece of shit ogre bitch (laughs) oh no I won't (laughs) shit
2: on people Ethan will. Ethan will. <laughs> Seth oh, Jones
3: man. doesn't have to cuss in his rap uh, fucking records, but I do, so fuck him and fuck <laughs> him too. But listen, like, he was getting weighed down by that, so we would record something, and I'd be sitting there, and like, I'm not even, it's just a rough mix. It sounds like live, you know? There's nothing right. on his voice. There's nothing done. And he's all like, I don't like that. And so I'd be like, dude, just chill out. And then i go down the College Station what I do and fucking text him at fucking three in the morning, like, listen, man, fucking. This so you always
1: start listen, man. Yeah,
3: yeah, listen, man. This is the shit, man. He's like, you know what time it is? I'm like, no. Uh, but Zach did that same shit to me, too. Like, when he started going through, like, before the Ronas, pre Ronas, I kind of knew there was something going on. You know, you know, me and Zach tired of two coats of paint. Boy, shout I tell to you Pope. what. Yeah, but, shout out to Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his <laughs> <laughs> slogan. Don't you remember that? But, anyways. I we, it's trademark. He would freaking uh, text me. Like, one time he texted me lyrics at 3 in the morning. And I'm up because I'm always up. And I'm like, hmm, usually it's me texting him. And I was like, what the? F-? So then I kind of thought something was going on. And then <laughs> I get down there for the Ronas. And I'm, like, walking through the house. And I noticed that uh, the, the room next to the music room has a bed in it. And I was like, that ain't a guest room that looks like somebody's living in it yeah and i was like hmm and so i looked at him and he looked at me and uh <laughs> that's just kind of i was like okay man like he didn't really have to explain yeah much. it was a
2: very is it, it was just pretty it, like if you'd have seen it you'd have got it mm-hmm. right because it was it was and you know what was even worse is that we had bought this king size bed this is this is why in our bed got written really honestly as much as i would love to say because it was you know it was just so thought-provoking and deep and whatnot really what caused me to write this song is uh me and my ex-in-laws didn't have a good relationship at all and right. um and so and neither did she with her parents like she they weren't they weren't on speaking terms they didn't come to the wedding and um Damn, that sucks and so after we got married, and after shit started hitting the fan, she kind of reconnected, and I was like, "Good for you." Well, then um, one day, I was uh, I was at work. I come back from work, and my king size bed that I had gotten when we moved into an apartment some however many years ago was gone, and was replaced with this like full sized mattress on top of my king size bed frame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I walked into that other room that Ethan's discussing, and there was a new bed frame with my mattress on it. And I was like, man, what the hell? You ain't even been here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And so that's when I wrote that song, and that was the kind of, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you son of a bitch. You stole my bed. And then you know stole my bed isn't a very good song title so we changed some words around and then i just like drank a bunch of whiskey and said what i was feeling at the time and that that was how i did and um uh, so that's kind of how that one got written really all of my songs i had to explain this to my mother the other day because she doesn't understand it she loves my music because she's my mom uh religion makes her cry every time she hears it all which like is sad because it's my mom, but it's also fucking tight because like I made somebody cry with my songs.
3: Emotions. <laughs> shout out to
2: your yeah, shout out, shout out oh, to my shout shout out to your mom. Shout Peggy. out, to your mom. Shout, shout out Peggy
3: saving my hand when I damn near blew my digits off. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was pretty. That's bad juju. I, I, I posted on Twitter or something on July fourth at like five in the, the afternoon, and I said, "Hey man, y'all be safe. Don't blow your fucking hands off." And then a couple hours later, me and Ethan almost blew our fucking hands off.
1: I saw the picture of this big old blast, and you're like, here's my <laughs> head, and I probably have a bald spot now.
2: Yeah, I did. I burnt, It actually worked out. I burnt the neck hairs off. I didn't have to shave those. That was tight. But, um, like, hey, man,
3: I just got a weird haircut. Yeah,
2: I went, because like, all right, so you know bottle rockets, and, <laughs> right. and you hold the little stick, and then you don't hold it that tight. Right. And then whenever it, you let it go, and it flies away. Oh, so shit. earlier that day we had these big ass bottle rockets they were like industrial grade from know. Mexico Yeah oh, they were shit, they were the, the good stuff <laughs> yeah. and uh, I stabbed it into the ground I lit it Oh fuck the stick stayed there the explosive Hold left
3: up. You were holding that motherfucker Not
2: not this time this is the, this is the first time I lit one well, Okay I'm just cuz I'd, sure right I'd, I'd never I I'd never seen these big old fuck off bottle rockets before so i stuck this one in the ground i'm I'm very familiar with the old ones these were new and fancy (laughs) and and so it the the rocket flew off of the stick and i was like oh okay cool you don't have to let go of the stick that's why they made this big ass stick because it was like a yard long
1: and so this so, is a big one. Then. Yeah, it was huge. usually like pretty like handheld, like a couple feet long. That's about it.
2: Right. And this this thing was huge. And so, Jeez. then my uncle, who was there, was like, "Hey, man, you want to shoot some bottle rockets out of your hand?" And it's I was like, lot a good influence." It's Fourth of July. Damn right. So we get over there and we light them at the exact same time. It was perfectly in time. And I'm holding the stick, and then he lets his go, and it. Whooshum, but I'm not looking at him. Oh no! And then I'm and it mine starts and I'm like, why isn't it going anywhere? And then I was like, oh shit! Oh no! The other one was the lemon. This one's supposed to take the stick. And so I tried to throw it, and I got to right here next to my ear, oh, and it fuck. exploded like six inches from my face. Oh my god! And just burnt the shit out of me. It hurt so bad and then there was a video of it somewhere we we'll have to pipe it into this podcast somehow and you just hear my sweet mother who's just an angel walking amongst
3: god the, damn it Zach god damn it Zach I told you just hold on can I put that down
2: yeah so much like that woman she's an angel but when she gets like agitated she speaks
3: fluent banjo <laughs> <laughs> Not many people can speak fluent banjo. No, sir. not fluent. No. no. But yeah, look, we didn't get the video of me. The fuck, are we in talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. We're, we're talking anyways, mainly
1: I- about the production, of the album, how hard it was. But that that whole <laughs> fucking thing with the bottle rocket, dude. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh my god, That's I shot one and show. it damn
1: near blew. The it, it was damn near went through my window when oh, I, was, nice. I still lived in my old house in Mesquite.
3: You saw my hand, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I saw your hand where you burned yourself on the fucking hand no, with did the goddamn shit after. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, no. so. Oh, it was gruesome. Oh, so, were you holding the bottle rocket? How,
3: he almost Def blew Leopard. off his digits. I thought I was no, going to fucking he... lose my shit.
2: Okay, so Ethan had this good idea. They have these um, these yeah, sparklers nowadays. Remember the the old sparklers? They were their wooden stick with, like, the ribbon wrapped around them? Yep, yeah. Amateur hour. They got these <laughs> sticks now that are metal, and, like, they look like welding rods, oh, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... Ethan was like, I'm going to get this whole pack of them, and we're going to light them on fire. And shit. I'm going to have the whole pack. Cause we did the, it the
3: other week, and we played fr- at a wedding.
2: With the ribbon ones, you could do that kind of shit. And it's big.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, cool. a, it's a big yeah, flame.
1: That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
3: pretty awesome.
2: But with these welding rods, you light one, and it's a big funk. And so that big funk lit all of them. And they were called yo-yo sparklers. Yeah. Would you like to know why they're called yo-yo sparklers? Because they go down and then back up and oh, start burning. Shit. He's holding them halfway up the sparkler part. And he's oh, got no. like 15 of them in his hand. Oh. And so we got two lighters on it.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. And it just became a fireball. <laughs> yeah, it was
3: like a flashbang, man. Ears started ringing. Oh man! It, like, Whoa!
2: It burnt the plastic off of my lighter. The little, you know, like this one's got the little chill out deal on it. Right. It right. burnt all that off. It just came off of my hand.
1: Whoa! He's showing me a picture That's of it. his hand right now. It looks like he's got like a ball sack on his fucking palm
3: right Dude, here. Dude, yeah, and that was like just a day. All well, the blisters. Man. How, yeah.
1: How painful was that, man?
3: Fucking! It didn't stop fucking burning until like four in the morning, and I'm watching Dexter. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, my hands burning like a bitch. I'm like, "Fuck, dude, when is this shit gonna stop?" I'm just trying to watch Dexter, and my yeah, hand not I'm hurt. I'm just trying to see some psychopath murder some more psychopath Psycho people. <laughs> it's
0: gonna it's gonna fake. Fake.
3: Mm-hmm. But yeah, the album. Yes, Sorry. yes, back to anyway. The album.
1: So we were mainly talking about the struggles and how long it really took to write the album. We kinda wrote we kinda talked a little bit about how you know emotionally difficult in your in our bed was. Yeah. So, so what was the most technically difficult part of the album? Like what was the hardest song to really nail? How many like did it take a lot of takes? Or was there a particular one God, that was just an ass? I'm a really I'm a live
2: musician. That's that's what I do. I, I love it, you know, like Seth talked about it. If you talk to Mathis or you talk to Cunningham, they'll tell you, you know, I, I love to get out there in front of people. I get so inside my own head to the point where I am fucking intolerable when we try to record stuff. (laughs) And, um, and so like, they were all like technically difficult. None of them are really like that hard to play you know, like, I'm not, I'm not Stevie Ray Vaughan, I, I, you know, I didn't have any crazy licks in any of my shit, it was just all kind of, you know, a couple chords, and if I couldn't play the chords that I wanted, I'd put a capo on it and play chords that I knew, (laughs) and that was was it, and so none of them were really that technically difficult, uh, in our bed was, um, was kind of difficult to write, just because I was trying to, uh, trying to figure out how i wanted it to sound and i kind of got in this weird middle ground where i decided that i if i played it acoustic you know whenever i go play a show at a little bar or whatever right i'm gonna play it slow and it's gonna I forgot be forgot about that yeah i know I, me too <laughs> until just a second ago when we were t- when he asked which one was most difficult i was so impressed with myself because i'd written this song that i could play really slow and kind of draw it out and make it just the saddest fucking song you've ever heard about, you know, about questioning yourself, questioning, like, if there's a God, questioning all this shit, you know, this real sad nonsense. And then I could also pick up the pace on it, put killer guitar riffs on it, and make it a fucking rock song.
3: Why didn't we yeah. do that? Never mind. Then, you we'll know,
2: yeah, we'll, we'll discuss this <laughs>
3: off air. Because if I remember correctly, I was like, can we go faster? Whenever I was playing the drums and you
2: said no, well, yeah, because at that point I'd forgotten entirely about my idea.
3: I, I, I'm not <laughs> upset. but yeah. I'm a little. I'm a
2: little upset now that I I'm know. saying it out loud. I'm like, man, we'll, we'll have to just, we we'll to just come out with a, with wow. a remastered. What is that the right word? We'll <laughs> yeah, put that on the deluxe demo. edition. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Honestly, yeah, because I, I was over here when we had a good buddy of our Tyler Thompson over here. That Tyler boy. Thompson. Yeah, that that he is boy. so musically talented. The consummate professional. Mm-hmm. So we had. We had um, Ethan's, or no, Zach's raw cut of religion, that they had already had saved on Ethan's laptop, and then, you know, Tyler is really talented, so we had him, you know, kind of just kind of play around on a bass, my my very own bass, and also a couple of guitars around here, and he just he really made a. I don't even I don't even think I ever really heard the
3: that final product. I'll show you it later. But
1: just hearing him play to it i could imagine I, I already know the song pretty well so just hearing him kind of noodle around it i know like that would have gone from like a country sad sadder song acoustic to something i was really gonna kick ass you know, that was the was first time he'd song.
2: heard it he would yeah. never heard it he sent me a, he sent exactly, me a snapchat yeah. like earlier that day because we played at ice house that night and uh and I put a little deal on my story, you know, trying to get it. Because everybody was scared of the Ronos. But I'm like, yo, wear a mask. Nice. The tables are spread out. You'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, no dance floor, which yeah. was not a bad gig. Yeah, it was it was a good time. And so I posted this deal, said, hey, come out. And Tyler messaged me. And I haven't talked to him in years. Me and him were really good buddies, like, in middle school. And
1: uh, I was he's a marching band with
2: he's, him. Yeah. He, Dude, he was great. And he, sent, and he was a badass musician then. You know, like dude's a prodigy and he sent yeah. me a message, he said, How long are y'all gonna be at Ice House? I was like, Man, till midnight, roughly. Yeah. He said, Alright, cool, I'm gonna come out And he showed up and I was like, No shit, man, <laughs> like, awesome, good to see you. And then afterwards he was like, Man, I really like that one song you did Religion and I was like, Oh tight and then he came over here Yeah and then was just like Yeah, I'm gonna just like little do this right here and then he just I can started playing instruments and it was over. It it was all over and I was drunk, passed out on the couch over there.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now mind you, like I remember I had Zach come sit down, and we were gonna like kind of bounce ideas off of each other for this new song that will be out probably around septum September, maybe. (laughs) uh, September. September. (laughs) I was I was almost about to say October. I was like, no, i will be out in September, but uh. Yeah, we were doing that, and then I was like, you know what, fuck this. Zach's all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, hey, Tyler, you know, listen to this, and I showed him religion, and I was like, you know, I haven't done anything with the vocals, haven't done anything, blah, 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 And uh, I was like, you mind putting bass on it? And then it just kind of snowballed, and we were really sitting care. there, and he was like, you know, what do you think about this? And I was like, you know, I kind of like it when you do this, you know, but damn well, come on, hey now. And it uh, <laughs> just kind of, that's just what went down, and it's kick-ass, dude. It's going to be a... With since now we're talking about it, we'll have a uh, three-song demo tape that's gonna be on you know all your streaming platforms except for Amazon because go right. fuck them that <laughs> bald-headed bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, it'll be out and you know I'm not gonna tell you it, but Religion is on there and you can guess the other two. <laughs> <laughs> hey Travis. You know what's really awesome about that whole <clears throat>
1: that whole night is that. We got to see all these live performances Seth was there but he didn't perform correct
2: yeah Seth Seth showed up uh he showed up early gave H- me a him and his wife they yeah they gave I us some laptop, stickers maybe. um they got me my Seth Jones shirt uh, that I wear constantly and then uh um, stream puzzle man yeah stream puzzle man always and then I got a mishandled heart uh whiskey glass which is the second song off that album it's a great song. Awesome. All the songs on that album are fucking awesome, yes, but um, but yeah, the he he brought me the Seth Jones Puzzle Man shirt, which is the name of the album and the first song on there, and then the mishandled heart, whiskey glass, and you wanted to talk about two items I've been putting to use, <laughs> and so they showed up and they hung out for you know an hour or two or whatever, and then um, uh, and then they were like, we're gonna go get food. went to go get food and then they were like ah shit man hey we'll catch you on the next one they had something come up or they were tired because they're old people who knows but (laughs) (laughs) but they bounced and um which sucks because if seth jones would have stuck around and and him and his and his wife would have came over here after and hung out with us no
3: telling what could have happened. god
2: we would have written like 37 albums honestly
1: just just kind of sitting here i was sitting on a chair on the other side of this table and Tyler was sitting on basically where the other side of where Ethan is now. And he was, you know, playing guitar, and we are kind of laying it down, or they are kind of laying it down for religion on the laptop. So I could only really hear him playing through, like, my pedal board and all that, hear from what he's playing acoustically. So I didn't really get to hear it at all. But just to see the creative process, I couldn't imagine what that, what that would have been like if Seth was here or anyone else was here. Just to kind of witness that secondhand. We were, right. was and really awesome. <laughs> songs. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. you You'd have had... It'd probably... It honestly would kind of been the same thing, except my drunk ass wouldn't have been asleep. It'd be <laughs> like, you know, Ethan and you and Tyler would be over here being musicians and whatnot, and I would have taken that big Swolt boy over there and said, hey, man, let's try some songs.
1: Yeah, Creation
2: <laughs> Station. Yeah, go to the Creation Station over there on that couch and get to it, because that dude, he can just... Just a song, just... Immediately, if he wants to write a song, he'll write twelve and just pick a good one. It's ridiculous, but he—they're uh, gone. Yeah, <laughs> by God,
1: it's <laughs> a lunker. <laughs> so, talk to me a little bit, a little bit about the distribution and about how getting it, how getting an album out there is either easy or hard. You mentioned earlier. Okay. That it is semi-easy like to, to get. to this one
2: because you probably have the most information. Exactly.
1: This is just really more directed towards our producer over here across the table, Ethan. Okay. So what's it like getting it out there, <laughs> getting it managed? What's the <laughs> listens like? Comfort, How do you yeah. really produce an album like
3: the one you made with Zach? Okay, so I'm not going to go down a checklist, <laughs> give away my <laughs> secrets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, really, what had happened was – You know, I have been doing research for a while because I want to stay on my toes about getting shit done. And you know, of course, Zach already told you originally it was like we're gonna put out an album. Uh, It's gonna be you know, damn good time, and we'll, uh, it'll be tight. And he wanted to have twelve songs. He was like, that was his standard for an album. And I looked, and then you know, a couple weeks back, before the album came out, two hundred fifty-four days, I was like, you know what? We have seven songs, okay? I was like, we have seven really good songs. None of them on there are filler. None of them. They're great.
1: That ended up being... All those songs ended up on the album?
3: Yeah, all of them. Can't Sing Like George Jones, Alone, Family, uh, Damn Good Time, Religion, In Our Bed, Too Drunk to Try. Nice. Okay? And, uh...
1: Part of me wasn't thinking you are going to be able to name all off. That's good on you as a producer.
3: Dude, (laughs) I know... I know. But you've been working lyrics. with them
1: since, you said, for a couple of years now, right? Four or so years? I so see, you I obviously I, I, know I, all of that.
3: I missed it. I did a typo with my face. Um, with the, your face? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? The first one we ever did was released in 2018, Family, on YouTube, which was two years ago. Not that was on the YouTube ago, channel. But a while back. But, anyways, like, you know, I listen to that shit over and over again because I'll. You know, you want to get it down. You want to make sure there's no feedback, blah, 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 blah. That's a whole other podcast talking about that kind of process. Of course, yeah. But uh, anyways, so I was looking at him. I was like, listen, we got seven songs, dude. Let's, you know. And that's when I was like, dude, we could do a fucking intro and outro. And he at first he was kind of like, uh, and I was like, bro, it, an intro and outro, that's f- that's perfect. You have nine songs. That's an album. You can have a five-song album. To me, really, an album is more than three really good songs. Yeah. So four or five, and you know, you got a you got a damn good album.
1: I think it was a great touch with the intro and outro, just real quick. I think it was really good because you got to kind of find out who you are more as a person. Like you get to hear the songs you sing and play, and that you wrote and went through all these hardships, and you get to really hear you throughout all the album. But then you really get to hear yourself at the beginning, at the end. You get to really find out who Zach Welch is. Yeah. And I think that's awesome that you did that. That was a great touch. My
3: mom hates the outro. Oh, (laughs) well, here's the thing. You know what? That's just for, like, kind of legality. Yeah. People actually start going to kill pedophiles, pedophiles, which, you know what? If you do, you do. Because
2: for those those of y'all who are – whether it's I don't know if we've made new fans, any of us. We have. We got a, some recently. over in the UK. Actually, yeah, I, yeah. Oh UK yeah. Let me. UK
1: South Africa.
3: Let me. Let me plug on the map.
2: Let me plug myself <laughs> real quick. Um, do it. Do it. I got. I'm gonna read y'all a verbatim message that I got today. Do it. On Twitter. All right. Yeah. Shout out UK. Shout out uh, South Africa. So this is um CES Virtual Shows, at CES Shows. Uh, They followed me a couple days ago from London, England. London
1: calling. Across the pond, man. So,
2: I got a message.
1: (laughs) I got a message. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: uh, I'm going to read this how I read it. Oi, mate. Oi, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) After seeing a few posts about you from Seth Jones and a couple other people slash companies... I had to check out your album. Just wondering if you fancy do a show from a few UK country fans over Zoom in September.
3: Hold up, hold up. Did they really say fancy? Because like yeah, I do to y- you on the do phone. you fa- <laughs> do you fancy? <laughs> I, I was you on the phone and I was like, man, he's just you know overdoing it or whatever. No, no. they really said fancy. That's dope. No, they said, it's do you
2: fancy talk, do a show from UK for UK country fans over Zoom in September? I know we're being cheeky. <laughs> 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 But, hey, if you don't ask, you never know.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah.
2: And I said, awesome. fuck yeah. Of course, yeah. I want to do y'all's show on one condition. Y'all can make fun of my accent as much as you want because I know I sound like a meth lab became a person. Yeah,
3: and that's what I was going <laughs> to say. But I get to make
2: fun of yours as well because I am – I immediately after I got this message, I pulled out my guitar and here's why, and I think Ethan already knows why. You probably do too. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm going to get on this. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm going to do that 100%. I'm going to do two songs by British bands during this live stream.
1: Oh, yes.
2: One, I'm oh, yeah. going to do Anarchy in the UK by the yes. Sex Pistols. Naturally, got to. Yes, got and to. And then Wonder the Ball? second one. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not really, though. <dope.
2: laughs> Said, stop making the eyes at me. i stop making the eyes at you. I'm going to do, I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor by the Arctic Monkeys. The best band to come out of Britain in the past 20 years, if you ask me.
3: Anyways, this is Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, so they messaged me, and I was so stoked. And I was like, you know, this is why... This is why I started playing music not so much to play shows in England I don't I don't give a shit about becoming some worldwide celebrity or anything like that not it'd be tight like don't look at me it like would. that it would be so <laughs> tight eyes but table. like uh, <laughs> but when I started playing guitar I did i never thought I never thought I'd put in an album I never thought I'd write a song really Ethan's brother wanted to learn how to play guitar because Ethan's dad is a country singer who's mm-hmm. badass Scott Whitaker check him out he's on all the shits too I'm pretty super sure super
1: talented
0: too yeah, yeah he's but uh um,
2: yeah so he's he's awesome and Ethan's brother Jake started playing guitar I gave him the guitar he started learning on cause I had one cause I'd, I my buddy introduced me to ACDC and <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna do this yes. and so I bought I had this guitar I gave it to him and then for a year I went over to their house every day, and Jake sat there and played GC&D yeah.
3: over and
2: over and over and over and over, <laughs> and over and over and over and over, and so I had two options, well, three. I quit hanging out with this dude, I could break the guitar into a billion pieces, <laughs> or I could learn how to play guitar better than he did, and say, give me that. <laughs> and so that's what I tried to do. and then it kind of evolved into another theory that I have in life that people don't do, don't do anything unless it's to either get paid or laid. and I can't dance, but I wanted to go and get chicks at the bar. I'm like, I got this guitar. I better learn some good songs. That hasn't worked out if you're wondering uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Ehos are cool and everything, but fuck Twitter cowboys. <laughs> you know who you are. Oh. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> but right yeah, so I was you.
2: like, I'm gonna learn how to play this guitar. Chicks love guitar players. Apparently, they love attractive guitar players. <laughs> but you <laughs> know, we're, we're working on it, man. <laughs>
3: It'll get better. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, I,
2: so it's cool. I made I've made most of my good friends. You know, I have I have y'all and whatnot. But really, I have you because I play music hmm you know like Damn, I, you're kind of using <clears throat> him well yeah we use each other it's all good mm. you know hey it's, it's a mutual <laughs> relationship <laughs> you know colt mathis i'd have never met colton mathis without music i'd have never met chris cunningham i'd have never heard of seth jones like yeah. if i didn't have these people well i'd eventually hear of seth jones because he writes a thousand songs a day and they're Damn all pretty right. good so like eventually <laughs> everybody's gonna hear of him but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know these people personally. I wouldn't have this kind of group of people that I hang out with religiously, you know. I'd have, I'd have my my boys that I've had, and you know, I'd have Ethan and Travis and Jackson. But like pretty much everybody else I've had, I've made, I've I've made friends with them through music. Exactly. So that's kind of that's what I appreciate about this. Whether I continue to play Forney Ice House once a month until the day I die, we don't switch it up around here. I love Forney Ice House. I'll still play Forney Ice House till the day I die. I don't give a shit if I have to fly out to it's Madison good, Square it? Garden the next day. I love that place. <laughs> and so I'll I'll keep doing that. But getting being the big rock star doesn't make a shit to me. It's it's all just kind of I have fun. I meet good people. I learn a lot of shit. And that's where I get all my motivation to continue. That's
3: from the heart, Roy. Yeah, that's and, a lot to you. That's from the that is from really her, is, and, spe- and you know him saying that about how like you know I don't give a shit like if I make it big you know this is really about you know it makes me feel good to do it, right? Yeah, that that's it. Travis made a great point, okay? Travis, Travis said, you know what? Whenever we come up here and we do our stupid shit, and we make the music that we make, and the we watch the Cowboys do what they do. It's Burda Boys. It really is, yeah. I don't give a shit if nobody listens to it. It's for us. It makes us feel good to go back on there and listen to it and, you know, like either it cracks you up, it makes you sad, you know, you know, tickles your tummy. It fucking it's for
2: us. I will tell you this though, first hand experience. <laughs> if you release an album on iTunes and whatnot, and this is this is the beauty of the Chan Man shows I can just say this kind of shit, nobody's ever gonna do anything about it. You release a song on iTunes and some chick that you haven't talked to since you were in like third grade, grew up to be super hot. <laughs> and
3: then, so what's up, baby? I'm And this. then she sends you a
2: text and goes, "I just listened to your album." Was well, not even a text, a message on Facebook. She ain't had your number. You didn't have a phone in third grade, but <laughs> she sends you a message. It's like, "I just listened to your album. I didn't know you were a singer." Blah 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 blah. It was so good. We should hang out sometime. And you're like, "God damn right, we should." Do a lot of things, baby. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is the best feeling on earth. To have somebody hit you up and just be like, "Hey, man, your shit was kick ass!" Like, and none of them were Nashville executives. None of them were right. even in the music business. They were people that I went to school with, or were sleeping with somebody I went to school with, or in some <laughs> some way, in some relation to I Wait, knew. You're them. not a
1: virgin. <laughs> what? You just what? lost a lot of. Your oh damn it! Here. I forgot about the not a lot of you I show. forgot
2: about the evangelists. Uh, following of the chan man show really it's just because yeah. this you know. has always been the most morally sound yeah. podcast ever it is <laughs> honestly it
1: is. seth jones said <laughs> like we were, i was talking with seth jones on twitter and he's like yeah it's it's so cool it's not really all that professional i was like yeah this is definitely the mullet of podcasts yeah
2: business it. in the front it is business in the front and a fucking party in the back it every really time
3: yeah but that's that's the way it, it should. I mean, there needs to be a podcast out there like this, and that's I w- why I want people to have fun when they're on here. Exactly.
1: It's
2: like last time when when the Cowboys showed up at the yeah. end, man. It oh was no. just like it Watching was like that. it was like the know. intro to the Eric Andre show for an hour and a
3: half. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
1: Broken lamp, and I was like, when did that get broken? Like thirty minutes later.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> but, uh, what so time. here's
1: here's what I want to do. I want to take a quick break. Whenever we get back. You, you are, we do have an, a guitar next to us. We do, <laughs> we do have a guitar next to us. I would like for you to play a little bit of a, um, <laughs> i like for you to play a little bit of something, something for us when we get back here in just a minute. We're gonna take a little short break and we'll be right back. All right, sounds sound? like a plan. All right, guys, see you in a sec. Welcome
4: back to the old Shan Man show. Hey, great guys. We got the big production going on with the 301ers here. Hey, I got my buddy Zach fucking Welch over here. He's fixing to fucking play y'all a little tune. And you know what? My buddy Ethan, that's doing all the producing, that boy's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs>
1: all
2: right, dude. Hello, everybody. Um, this back. is the song that we've been talking about for most of this podcast I think this is this is the sad boy season it's called in our bed now available uh, wherever you stream music except yeah! for Amazon Prime
1: Absolutely fuck that ball Put your credit card out there and let's go Sir can't I Want the three digits album. on the back <laughs> Don't Forget that security code <laughs>
0: I always knew estimate of that song <laughs> <laughs> time marches on time marches on hey get out of my ear
1: <laughs> yo that was fucking brilliant can i get a round of applause for the one only zach welch
2: <laughs> here
3: right?
2: this was filmed in front of a live studio audience Hardy. <laughs> I know, man. I'm getting depressed over
1: here. <laughs> Listen, man. I thought your album, 254 Days, was absolutely fantastic. And just getting to see you every single time live from Forney to Cedar Creek. And that's all I've ever seen you. But I know you've done many different places.
2: We've, yeah, we've been, done, done some moving around.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm real real proud of you from where I met you, where you were, to where you are now. And actually have an album out. And having people all the way from... The UK to South Africa Gang, listening to dude. how fucking wild is that. It
2: is it is honestly um, fucking bonkers.
1: <laughs> you know, I think it's well deserved because you have some real talent. You know, not a whole lot of people you know, a lot of people when they think of metal music, rock music, it's a lot of bluesy influence in those two genres all together already. So y'all you think a lot of sad shit. So everyone's mm. real good at conveying sad shit or at least they're mediocre at it, you're really good at what you do. A hundred percent. Oh, we're we about to go, oh, Warriors. That was what... Yeah, was was exactly oh, shit. That <laughs> you got a couple you're beer bottles here. Somebody, all, right? <laughs> warriors, warriors. Come out and
3: play. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah!
3: <laughs> um, it's Eddie Vera. Um,
2: yeah,
1: Chandler, school, I, I do,
2: I do appreciate you as much as we got distracted by our fucking it's 70s fine. cult classics, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I do, I appreciate you, man, I really do, and uh, I appreciate you letting me come on here and get all drunk and talk shit for a couple of hours, and I look forward to the next one always. Um, if
1: not for the musically talented people that deserve a voice, definitely oh, for voice a close friend. Definitely for a close friend like yourself,
2: and I'm glad I've am glad I've made it into that circle. I consider you a brother, man.
1: I appreciate that, man.
2: Shout ride out, ride or die.
1: Three hundred
2: one Always shout out three hundred one productions. Absolutely, and, and also always shout out the one and only, the baddest motherfucker in all the land, that boy Robert Pope, the yes. dude Pope. Pope, hey, dude. He seven, got the real estate. All he I got can the real say part. is,
4: my brothers, they rock and roll. The Shanman Show, you know how this is. It's the baddest show in the world. And I'm going to tell you what, Ethan, man, hey, you know, what can you say about him, man? He's just the baddest fucking mixture dude all around. Zach, Wilch, that's my brother. That's my son, my second son, not his real daddy, but my second son. And he is the baddest mofo that ever came down and sang. And I'm going to tell you what, if you can't get down to the religion of his music, and the stories that he's telling, because I'm going to tell you right now, those are true stories, and that man is telling you how it is. And if you don't like that, you know what? You can just 3 or
1: How about that? <laughs> 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 yes. Gosh, Never were gosh, truer gosh. words spoken. That's so, this, this, this show was filmed I'm in front of a I'm live studio audience.
2: No, yeah, you are you are always yeah, welcome I mean, on always anything
3: that I'm involved fair,
1: in. This yeah. episode, you're, par- you're part I of the 301 man, family. Yeah, hundred percent, man. You know what I
3: mean. God, are we are in this man's real estate party this year. We're having a 301 Christmas uh, party. We're having a 301 party June 18th. <laughs> okay, oh, God. everybody that knows what that, how big <sighs> a deal that is going to oh, be. Shit. Um, I won't be present. I'll be there, but like, <laughs> but not really, not really, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to chase that we'll dragon. shit kind of Water the. Party right here at the house. That's kind of like the opposite. Come on with it. Come on with it. It' gonna be cold, but, but shit, if you I get ain't looking. Necked, to... don't call us, yeah, we'll put you out in the street. Don't get
2: broke neck now. There's like, there's two rules here at the dungeon of 301. Don't fuck with the cars. It's absolutely. And don't get broke neck. Yeah. There you
3: go. Don't fuck with the cars, by God. Number three, shout out. Listen,
1: uh, I love all your. Sh- all your stuff you've ever put out, but you've got to give us a hints as to what we're to expect in the future. Man. (laughs) What what is songwriting for what's coming next been like, and is there anything in the works currently? I should ask that first. (laughs) 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 Psych!
2: We're going to write a bunch of songs about... uh, them bedazzled genes. What are they? The the true religion not yeah, true religion, you know, or,
3: And not not no uh, cool two chain shit. Yeah. Shout no. out titty boy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> shout out titty boy always. Did I mention him in my inspirations earlier? I need to go back and edit that and put him in there. But uh no, we uh, I just uh, finished writing a new song uh today, actually. I just wrote a new one. Um nice. I I even have a name for it. This is how bonafide I've become as a songwriter. Uh, this is
3: usually uh, he doesn't have the name.
2: No, not until months after the song's oh, written. Or chords. Usually, I play the song live a couple times, and then I ask people to name it. That's dope. <laughs> that's just kind of. I like that. <clears throat> but this is a, this is a song, and usually, um, I got ahead of myself in that sentence. Uh, I pulled the old switcheroo on this song, and. Um, one of these days, you just have my mom on this podcast. She'll tell you all about Woo. it. But I told Absolutely. her. Oh, wow. She's awesome. is great awesome anytime. <laughs> and, she, and Peggy worry constantly. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Hey, man. I don't know. She's getting tired. We're Technical difficulties. She's getting hot. i tell you what. Shoot. But uh, when I write a song forever, I would write these songs, and they were really sad, all of them. If you want, if you go and look at the lyrics and and take them as true stories, not just somebody kind of like bullshitting to be cool, you know. A lot of a lot of people, and I'm not hating on anybody, but like people do write these songs that they're trying to be outlaws, and they write these songs about whatever, you know, and and they do it, and they're good songs, but like it's it's not them. It's not what they're living. They just wrote the song and they're good storytellers. Yeah, you ain't right.
3: never been to no bodega. Like
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gunshot Gunshot Pockets is infamous for singing about bodegas. He's never been in one. And uh, allegedly. allegedly. He chased uh, yeah. what it was it? That boy he, does He get chased hungry. a food
1: truck down the interstate.
2: Oh yeah. I I seen that. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that boy gunshots about its action. But like All these songs that I write are true stories, and I would sing them. I'd finish writing them, I'd be playing them, and I knew I was going to record them, just if nothing else, for me and Ethan to listen to. He's thinking about me. And I was like, you know what? These songs are sadder than fuck. (laughs) Like, all of them. Damn Good Time, I wrote in my truck at the parking lot of my job when I on some construction site at three o'clock in the morning I had not slept in like three days. Whoa. And I wasn't on dope. I wasn't on nothing else. I just couldn't sleep. My demons was, you know, keeping me up. And so I wrote this song and that's second verse is I'm tired. I ain't slept in days. I can't quit this day job. Bills don't whatever. Whatever right. the fuck Shit. the words are to the song. You know listen to it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you stream music. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, Anywhere. But you know, our,
3: check our it out. These gigs they
2: barely pay. pay. Yeah. And so I, I wrote that, I wrote that whole song and I didn't mean it happy. It was just, it was just there. But then I <laughs> I finished it. I was like, this is fucking depressing. My mom's going to hear it whenever I record it. I don't want her to worry about me. And so, um, i I hate to say it, but I'm having a damn good time. Like, it's okay, you know. It wasn't, but I had to make it look that way and that's kind of, and I took that with all of my songs, you know. It's that deep. Like um In Our Bed, sad as fuck. And then I was like, Well let's put something about fucking all of her friends take the edge off a little (laughs) bit, you know? It's every song I have, it started this really depressing, Can't Sing Like George Jones is a happy song at surface, but then it was just, it was me about to hawk all my shit because I was listening to all these people, and I was like, I'll never fucking get there, you know? I'll never be anywhere close to these people. And (laughs) (laughs) Too Drunk to Try, I didn't come up with that one. That was Chris Cunningham. But he sent me that chorus, and then I put my life into the verses. Right. Alone, verbatim, a true story. That was, that was kind of the other end of In Our Bed when I was going through my own shit and fucking my relationship to death, where I was going out all the time. I was constantly fucked up on something, and she was like, I wonder if this motherfucker's ever going to make it home. And I was just out there fucking... I wasn't doing anything crazy, you know, as far as relationships go, but I was uh-huh. fucking out there getting crazy, and it fucked up a lot of shit. Get crazy well,
4: hold on to one, one if you don't mind me is that okay with... If I can, 100%. I'm going to just tell you right now. <laughs> Zach Welch is like my son. I'm going to tell you right now. Now, his woman and the problems that they have, that's their problem. And it's sad that things had to come the way they did. It takes two to make one, it takes two to fuck one up, and it takes two to ruin one. So there's faults on both sides, but I'm not gonna sit there and say my brother right here, Zach, is the one that's at fault. But I'm also not gonna talk bad about his woman either. At the same point as I would put it that well. <laughs> Even though she is, uh, she's darn him dirty. But all I can say is, from the Sham Man Show, which is always great, Ethan, which is a great producer, and we got Zach Welsh right here, is a great jammer, man. I'm telling you right now, guys and gals, all over the world, London, England, Africa, wherever you're at, if you don't pick up on this dude right here, you're fucking up. Pardon Absolutely. my language, but you're just screwing up. Other Absolutely. than that, man, these guys are all great. I know. I just, I'm just. It's in my house. It's in my garage. It's in my studio, whatever you want to call it. But. I like to talk, so I like to get in here. If they'll let me get in here, and they do, and they're Absolutely. probably like going shut the hell up get off the fucking air. <laughs> anyway, I'm going <laughs> to relax right here. I'm going to end this little conversation here. God bless to all of you all over the world, and let's bless this world and get rid of this COVID-19, coronavirus, and all that bullshit. And you know what? Let's get down, and let's party, and let's have a good old time and drink some cold beer and listen to Zach Wells drink some, drink, sing some music. <laughs> How about
3: that? My Robert bad. Pub. My fucking favorite. Yeah, but regarding like uh, future projects, Zach. Uh, yeah, man, we got we got shit on the way. Yeah. So listen. <laughs> yes. Like I said earlier, there's gonna be a uh, there's gonna be a demo tape to come out. <laughs> Anyways, so there's gonna be a demo tape to come out. It's gonna have three songs on it. You already know that. Freaking. Uh, Religion's gonna be on there. I ain't gonna tell you the rest. Um, we're gonna have a single come out of that new song he just wrote, and uh, hopefully we're gonna get this duet going on with this uh, somebody I'm not gonna mention, but it's a uh, top secret right now. She's a beautiful young lady. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Shout out. She's beautiful. Got a beautiful voice. Are we gonna you know? get a
1: real duet? Yeah. That'd be, be- that be. I've never heard you sing alongside That's what I'm saying. a female. So this should be interesting. It'll,
2: it'll be super tight. Um, on an unrelated note, I do have to shout out some other people before we uh, before we wrap this deal up because I know uh, all of our equipment's about to die. <laughs> but uh, but um, you know, do me a favor, listen to my shit. Obviously, that's why I'm here. Two hundred fifty-four days. days. Two hundred fifty-four days available of Eastern music. Listen to Puzzle Man. Um by Seth, Seth Jones. Jones also available everywhere. It's good stuff. Uh listen to uh, Gracie York. I don't remember the name of her album, but she's got a couple singles out, like A Patsy Kinda Night, awesome song.
3: Great.
2: Uh listen to Cat Hasty. What was the name of her album? I remember the Highway song and um the songs I remember, but the album I don't.
3: It's a part one and two. Yeah, it's a part and one and
2: two, which made me and Ethan immediately fall in love with her.
3: Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, automatically but they're actually not albums so much as they are EPs, EPs I'm pretty sure. EPs, albums,
2: whatever. Yeah,
3: but... uh, Listen to her it's collection her, it's of songs. Drowning in Dreams Part 1 and Drowning in Dreams Part yeah, 2. Yeah, the
2: Drowning in Dreams. Goddamn, those are good. Uh, yeah, so listen to those people. Uh, I'll continue to update anytime I can whenever one of my friends puts out new music. Uh, listen to Cody Daniels' new single out, Heroin. Uh, Spelt like the lady hero, not the drug. And, um... All them Hunt County boys, I don't remember what any of their shit's called, but they're cool, and I like their music. I just don't hang out with them enough to remember their uh, the names of their albums. But listen to all them, support your local
3: business, support your local musicians, and murder your local pedophiles. Absolutely. And Absolutely. since we're ending you know, on the murder your local pedophile, me being uh, the CEO of 301er, MoFo, uh, shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> they're Chris and Beth Cowboys. They got a new album coming out on all platforms. When's Uh, that coming? That's probably gonna come out either like right before September or right in the beginning of September. And then also Gunshot Pockets has a mixtape on the way. Shit, finally. Yeah, it's gonna be kick ass, so y'all better be in tune for that.
2: Also what are the Christmas Cowboys doing tonight? I'm I miss
3: those guys terribly. I don't, I mean, I saw him around. You Last know, I saw
1: Donkey, he had red, white, and blue, you know, lights behind his car. Yeah, that's so, right, right? Yeah. The Popo. Yeah.
3: Cowboys
4: just got two brand new trucks. Let's just put it
3: that way. What he said. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll probably be on the show eventually, whenever we can get a hold of them. But, uh, yeah, that's really it all, Chan Man. So before hey, shout
4: out to my wife, Dina Pope. Jesus, my wife. <laughs> shout
0: out to her man. Shout well, out to my, my wife, wife. I, She comes back I, I, got old, I got a big old mouth you
4: know, it's, my, it's my place They're in my studio But uh, these boys can They can operate in
2: this studio For as long as they want to and But definitely really shout out Dana it. Pope Always, yeah, always. Nice. always. My wife, Shout out to the Pope Really Maybe. the heart and soul Behind it all But you know
4: what Someday My brother
2: Zach Ethan
4: Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. Y'all better just listen to him because I'm going to tell you right now. Zach, he's a real modest and humble person, and he's like going, I don't care if I ever get famous or not, but I'm going to tell you right now. You can't help but love this guy, man. You can't help but love him. You can't help but love the Ethan that mixes all this stuff up. Hey, and the Sham Man I'm. Show, I mean, come on, guys, really? I mean, this is the best show that's ever happened in life, man. It's better than Howard Stern. Come on, man. Let's just put it out there. That's That's what I'm
0: talking
1: about. That's amazing.
4: (laughs) This is a 301-er production, and we're going to sign off here pretty quick.
1: Before I I get things set off and finally tie the bow on this, when's the soonest we can expect the next Zach Welch? Anything. A single uh, or anything. It doesn't have to be a set date, but is it going to be 2020 or do you think later? Oh,
2: it's going to be 2020. Yeah. I got a bunch of shit to say. September, baby.
1: Yeah. September? We'll call it, we'll do call you it, remember? We'll call
2: it late September, early October at the latest. At the absolute latest. Yeah.
1: You know, and I really... On his ass. <laughs> honestly, Ethan is like... The best producer slash coach I've ever had.
2: He's fucking aggressive.
1: (laughs) He really is. I I was talking to him earlier today about, I was like, you know, when I first met you, I was like, I I didn't know if you just really wanted to have something here or you just really wanted what I had. Because, like, I thought you were kind of a prick, but you're just really pushy. So, I was like, he just wanted what he He's a prick. He's just
2: like a little bitch. What you (laughs) talking about? He he is a prick. But he he really
1: (laughs) pushes you to do. Honestly, he's he's made – my show from where I, what I used to do is just venting into, when I used to use Anchor on mm-hmm. my phone, it was an app. So I just plug it up on my, uh, I wouldn't plug it into anything. I just set on my little microphone stand here and I just talk for an hour and a half yeah. and vent. And I try to make it professional with little segments. He's added so much structure and made this so much more professional than it was from day one. Yeah, man. And man, I can only, only give props to this guy. Hey,
4: 301 <laughs> all I can say is 301 is the best production ever have Dude, in a whole wide over. Ethan, shout out to
1: Ethan man shout out no one has this man's work ethic absolutely shout out I would give you a cheers but I think I just ran out I'm, I'm down to the bubbles in my beer I'm probably about to grab another one <laughs> alright so Hopefully sometime in September we'll be expecting another Zach Welch Productions or Three Hundred One Productions Zach Welch album or EP single. Yeah, just we'll, keep your eyes we'll peeled. Get, we'll get some music you are gonna be, some gonna be yeah, hearing something from my music. boy's mouth here pretty soon. Yeah,
2: I can't promise a full album yet, but I'll probably I'll I'll drop something in the very near future.
1: Thank you very much,
2: Robert. Thank,
1: Thank you me. very much to the one and only Pope for letting us use this studio. Absolutely. Absolutely. What
4: it's, all, it's all a pleasure. All I can say is to everybody is, is, the man, hey, this group of guys is the greatest group of, group of guys ever around, man. But just tell you something, you got the Shan man, he's got his talk show right here, he's got his little podcast here going on, you got the Ethan man, he's the producer, you know what? I, I, I play drums. He does well, that sometimes. he does a lot more than play drums, hell, he plays the guitar, drums, he can play whatever you want him to play. Can play these nuts if
1: you wanted to. <laughs> but other
4: than, that, other than that, hey, my brother Zach Welch, my son Travis Harrison, uh, man, Gunshot Pockets boy, hey, y'all need to listen for all this stuff. Check it all out. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, it's all good. But you know what? All in the end, life is good. So if you party, party and have a great life. In Jesus' name we pray, man, for my brother's. We're all in for all of y'all, 301er Productions. All
1: right, we're going to wrap everything up right now. Before we're officially done, I want you to say your outro one more time for me, Zach. Your key saying, how do you feel about this? (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about these local – you said they're criminals? What kind of criminals are they? They're they're pedophiles, and they
2: should be hunted like – like fucking animals. Like hogs. Yeah.
1: What, How did you phrase it in the album?
2: I phrased it, uh, I don't remember the exact phrasing I used for the entirety of the outro, but uh, that last part was support your local businesses and murder your local pedophiles. Fuck them right in the neck. <laughs> fuck
3: them right in the neck.
2: And, and on that note. As
3: my
4: brothers would say, fuck them and feed them.
2: That's
1: it. Fuck them and feed them fish heads. <laughs> Honestly, and on that note, we'll be wrapping things up. Thank you all for so much for joining us tonight. Had a great time here with all of our guests tonight. Give a good round of applause for Ethan, Zach, and the one and only Pope for allowing us use yeah. his loses his studio, on, for our one and only podcast. Brought to you by Three O One Productions. Appreciate Until it. Until next time, guys. Rock on.